Dialogue Options Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing? I am, look, I'm pretty sick, but it's, <laughs> But you still, you're still here. You are still here. I gave I'm you the option here. to push I'm... it and you're, you're soldiering through. I respect we, it. Look, look, we've pushed it enough. We've had we a lot have. going on this um, last weekend, so yeah. It's been busy, and we are nearing, like, we've, we've got one thing to cover this week, and the longer we take to cover it, the closer it gets to everything else we have to cover. Um, yeah. So this probably won't yeah. be a long one, because I want Joel to get back and get some rest, and, you know, maybe catch a cheeky episode of Stranger Things or something, because we're both deaf, just horribly behind it in all of our TV. Just so behind. Yeah, it's Obi-Wan for me. O- Obi-Wan slash the boys, I think. <laughs> Obi-Wan, yeah. the boys, Stranger Things, Miss Marvel this week, Jurassic Too World, much. Fours Too in much. a Month. Jurassic World, yep. House of Dragons is coming up. Lightyear. Rings of Power, Lightyear. Lightyear. <sighs> Lightyear is in two weeks, yeah. There's a lot. There's a Let's lot. Go. There's a Let's lot go. coming up. Um, Let's do the it. The Sandman's in August. There was a trailer for that today. Oh my God, yeah. I haven't watched that yet. There's a, that, there's a new, there's a new, um, my, there's a new Disney Mike. movie as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there is too. And there's a new Mike it's Flanagan. Strange Worlds. The Midnight Club. He's yeah. doing an adaptation of that for Netflix. There's a lot. There's a whole freaking lot to watch. So too much. We have to talk about too games, much. of course. <laughs> we have to yeah. talk about games. Um, before we get into the games, uh, obviously you're not feeling 100% job, but how, how have you been besides that? <laughs> besides today's um, yeah, not too- turn for the worse. <laughs> Not too bad. Like, I mean, I was okay today. I just, I, I think it all just sort of caught up with it, me. Yeah, I needed to. It sucks when it does. Like sometimes it just, it all hits you at once. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not like today's probably the, one of the better days that I've been over the last few. And like, I've been back in, back in Bendigo over the weekend as well. Like visiting family and. You've been a busy um, man. And, and looking after, looking after my, my son. Um, And so it's been full on, but uh, yeah, I came back. Last night, I'm like, sweet, got work tomorrow. Woke up, I'm like, I'm feeling okay. I had real trouble going to sleep last night. And I'm like, oh. And I woke up today, got to work. Went on my first, like, my 20-minute break for the day. Came back, and I'm like, I'm not doing well. And everyone in my room was just like, go home. I'm like, no, but I can't. I feel bad because I've got tomorrow off because I've got an annual leave day to take my son to hearing test. And like, doesn't matter. Go home. And I was like... That's We've good, though. That, that's the kind of workplace you want, honestly. Yeah. They were just like, just go. Just, like, just go, go home. You're sick, so I go did. home. <laughs> I went home and then I sat on the couch and relaxed and, and sort of, yeah, drank some water and had some lunch and then played some Ratchet and Clank, and, which I'm nearly finished. So Excellent. I look, hopefully I, by the time we're probably gonna do we a, record next time. A big quest log episode because we got a lot of event stuff in the next week and a half. Um and a quest yeah. log is ballooning. Yeah. Like you've been playing Russian Clank, I have been playing the new season of Destiny. Uh, you've mm-hmm. been relaxed. You relaxed. Um, yeah, like today, I my last week has been spent grinding out the new Iron Banner, and I'll talk about that in our quest oh. log. It was not a pleasant experience in Destiny Two. I'll tell you that much. Oh, um, fun! Yeah, so I'll talk about that. Um, I, I've been, I've been checking out um, Diablo Immortal as well. So has it has um, it convinced you to just go back to Diablo Three yet? Because it did almost like oh, really. I I when I was playing Immortal when it was back in the um, I don't know if it was beta or whatever it was in Australia. I got access to like I think it was last year, like late last year or something. Mm. I played a little bit of it and it was good, but really what it drove me to do was just like buy Diablo three on Switch when it was on special because 
It's good, yeah, but yeah, um, Diablo three is just really good. Surprisingly, it's, so it is never fixed. It, it. is, it is, and uh, and like maybe, but I don't know. I I just I I am actually kind of enjoying it. Like it, it was it's fine. Nice. It was fine, but like it just made me yearn for Diablo proper. My one downside is I can't get my um my eight bit controller to connect to my oh, phone for it. So that's the like, only thing. But I hate honestly, that. I hate that virtual joypad for that game. See, I don't. It doesn't bother me that much. No. It's not like my preferred no. way of playing, but like it doesn't bother me. Anyway, we'll talk yeah, about that. Yeah, we'll, do it, we'll, we'll do a quest log keep... episode in a week or so. Because Joel... I'm just picking it up and like we still, fucking around with it. We and still, stuff, but we still have Soundfall to talk about. <laughs> We haven't, we, have soundfall. we haven't talked maybe, about Soundfall maybe yet. Maybe by then, maybe by then I'll finish Life is Strange so we can actually talk about that in great detail. Yeah. So. so, you know, we, we'll have things coming up. But for now, Joel, um, yes. we're just, this is just, a, this is just a, a chill episode. We've got no bumpers. We're just hanging out. We're going to talk about the most recent Sony State of Play, which decided that it was cool enough. It was like, no, I'm going to be a part of a summer game fest because fuck it. <laughs> Sony decided to yeah, just right. to be a, to be a joiner this year, I guess. Despite last still, year, we were like, "No, still, uh, we're going to put it as at the end of May, but we're not part of Summer Game Fest." Don't even look at us like that. Still, as I as I said, and I had I think on record as saying, I still did it a week before everything kicked off. They're oh like, yeah, no, we do. We're a part of it, but like we're doing it on our own in our own space. Yeah, I won't okay. schedule. Yeah, right. You do you, Sony. You can you can put your little watermark in the top corner, but we're doing this on our terms. It's like, okay, Sony, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. before we really get into the nitty-gritty of the announcements, boy, what a really really good state of play that was. <laughs> it really was. I think there was sort of like something for most people in there, really. Yeah. Um like for the people that are tuning into it. They're anyway, getting better at um, them. Yeah, this this I think I can't remember if it was you or someone that we know said in one of our group chats, but like this did feel like a Sony E3. It presser, did. It really felt like it's just like an E3 press bang, bang, bang without you know all the in between introduction stuff. Really. Yeah, yeah. Without all the the stage production. Yeah, shit like hello, my name was... is blah blah. They still had a couple. Like I think the Horizon guys definitely stepped in at one point, but like I could or, see this being even... an E3 presentation with just more people in between the trailers. Or even like you know, there was there was no Hideo Kojima walking down like a light fucking road thing on stage. Will Hideo Kojima reveal himself at Summer Game Fest? That's a question <laughs> exactly. for another time. Oh, question for another time. Yeah, it really is. Norman Reedus is casually um, outing Death Stranding too. It's, oh god, there's so much happening. There's a lot. The there's a lot. There's three under the surface. Oh. But yes. How do you make a sequel to that game I, anyway? But I don't know, Joel. That's what I'm so yeah. curious about. I'm so curious. Yeah, Especially I'm, like if I'm Norman Reedus is doing... Ca- no spoilers for Death Stranding, obviously. But because I mean, yeah. I say that because if you haven't played it, it's about to be available on the new PlayStation Plus whatever in like a couple of weeks time. But yeah, it's the same. The way that game ends, I'm like, how do you do this, a sequel to this with Norman Reedus? I'm mm-hmm. curious. I'm very curious. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of questions there's there. a lot of questions and the, the way that game ends is very interesting very interesting uh, mm-hmm. but yeah so anyway let's talk about the state of play let's talk about the state of play we've got a we've got a lot of stuff to sort of to pass through here I've got a we have a, an out of order list from from Polygon because me being me I don't take notes even though I tweet through it so I really should just swap out the tweeting for writing but I'm very lazy 
Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's sort of chop and change here, but it's sort of kind of in order. It in hits way, it hits some major like, notes, and um, I yeah. think at a glance it covers everything. So, yeah. I mean, it, what, without messing around, without beating around the bush, the way this starts is how it started. And Joel, I just want to ask you how you felt when you saw the very first trailer for State of Play, and it's just a release date. Like, what the hell? I saw the release date, and I was like, oh, cool, Resident Evil 4's got a release date. Like, I, that was my first thought. I was like, this is RE4. Like, it has to be. It was funny, because, like, and then, there was, um, I don't know, like, I can see how you would pick that, but I thought it was very clever how it sort of built towards it. But yeah, some people were like, saw the, the three and were like, that's the three from Resident Evil 3. Like, so yeah. Yeah. And it's the font, like as well. Even when the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. full date came up, I'm like, that's the Resident Evil font, like the, the new Resident Evil font. So that's, that's why I was like, yeah, this is going to be Resident Evil. 3. And then, then we got uh, some like morphing letters that sort of eventually, and, and like a spooky sort of, forest-looking setting, which I saw some people saying that they were thinking, oh, is this Last of Us related? Well, because I, like, I could see how people could see that. There was the Last of Us question and even the guitar. Maybe people go, Red Red Dead? But yeah. like myself, everyone just forgot where Resident Evil 4 was set. So when the logo did turn into that, yep. I was like, oh, of course it's Resident Evil 4. Because, you know, Capcom like, is we- a machine with making these things. <laughs> of fucking up. and to like, style the release and, and date oh my god it's such a that's the thing that i love the most it's such a baller move because ever especially because everyone knew yeah it was coming it was like everyone it was, knew a, the it game was widely known. it was <laughs> the game itself wasn't a surprise the release date is and for them to just be like there you go like it's it's that. it's, we'll it's a, it's a it. very classy and baller move i think yeah i was it was, was very cool very impressed mm. um um, Before we get too far into it, I was very good too. I just want to just point out it's one of my favorite things about game development, especially for a lot of the games I like. I like how a lot of the best games are made by the most generic sounding teams. Like this will come up again yeah. when we talk about Final Fantasy 16, where they try to give the cool <laughs> oh logo God, treatment my, to Creative Business Unit Three, one. which is an amazing that's team. My fucking favorite. But um, it's so funny. Even even Resi Four um is being made by Capcom's. Consumer Games Development Division 1, or Division 1 as it's known in short, who is responsible for Resident yeah. Evil and DMC games. And then, of course, there's Nintendo with their EADs. So I just, I don't know. I like yeah. how these, like, really cool games come from, like, yeah, this, this was made by Nintendo EAD 1, or <laughs> Division it's, 1. It's funny. It's mostly it's mostly Japanese studios as well. Yeah. Like, I guess that's how like, they organize um, their studios. Um, yeah, because, like, in, like, Western studios, you have things like, you know, Arcane Austin and yeah. Arcane, and you have... Like Ubisoft, Ubisoft yeah, Montreal, Montreal. Montreal. It's exactly, yeah. it's exactly where I was going. <laughs> yep, yeah. So like, all of them have like like locations, which in themselves are kind of generic. But I guess to us, they don't stand out. Yeah, as no, much. absolutely not. Yeah, and I, get, I think it's also because like generally for I guess I think sixteen is the first one where they're like, it's made by this specific division. But like, Capcom and Nintendo don't openly advertise it, which is why I think the sixteen yeah. one just made me laugh so much. But again, it's not at the expense of that group. They have earned that respect through Final, from Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, yeah, I just, love, I just love them trying to make that logo look cool, but we'll get to sixteen later, of course. It's anyway, back to Resi funny. 4. Good God, it looks yes. so good. Yeah, it looks great. Um, that Resident Evil 4 is the game, like the Resident Evil game I've actually played and finished and actually have played through, I think, a couple of times. Um, and I really enjoy it. So 
I mean, this is looking pretty terrifying. Not the scariest game that we saw during this direct, but we'll get to that later. We will. We um, will get to that, Joel. We will, and I'm very excited um, for that game as well. Yeah, but it looks it it looks like it's um. I'm wondering if how. Because four was where they started to get real, sort of like. Uh, like not cheesy, but like because let's be honest, if you're gonna say cheesy, camp they, with it, yeah. Technically, they were cheesy from Resident Evil One. Whether or not that was intentional is a different discussion. Yeah, true. But I, th- yeah, by four, I true. think they were like, no, we're pretty camp. Like Leon's cracking wise. Yeah. He's talking to that guy. Yeah. He's just like, I'm gonna send my right hand after you, and Leon goes, your right hand comes off, and everyone just sighs, but also yeah. chuckles a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Of course, yeah, absolutely. So um, it's it's curious. I'm curious to see how that's going to translate into this sort of remake territory that they've been doing with one, two, and three. But um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, two and three, two and three, one not so much. I guess one was pretty much a straight. Yeah, one was pretty straight. They did add new stuff to it though, because um, obviously Lisa okay. is is a whole new thing, right? Um, yeah, which sure. was honestly Lisa was a really good addition to sort of flash that game and a lot more. Two and three. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are questions to be asked of how well, if they'll take this, make it a bit more serious. From what we're hearing so far, they seem to say they're staying pretty faithful. Um, mostly they, cool. they, there's a quote here from the PlayStation blog entry where they say, we aim to make the game feel familiar to fans of the series while also providing a fresh feeling to it. This is being done by reimagining the storyline of the game while keeping the essence of its direction, modernizing the graphics and updating the controls to a modern standard. So, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. That's I, cool. I don't imagine uh, them changing too me. much. Can... Yeah, well, that brings me to my next point, which is can't wait to fucking play that Krauser knife fight again. Cause... I know. Hell yeah. Surely the QTEs are gone. I guess gone, this is an though, interesting... Right? Well, yeah, probably. But, like, th- it's interesting, though. This was the first game that I encountered with QTEs that could happen within oh what yeah like it was scenes. it was infamous for it just ask our good friend Ben yep I remember him very mm-hmm. specifically yeah. telling me he's like cool when you do his part you'll have to press his button and I was like excellent and I was ready for it I did it I had the I had myself ready to press the buttons and then it picked the other two and I was like this isn't what I was I was lied to <laughs> I was misled yep uh, although the classic the this. classic one is that one with the knife throw which if you're not ready for yep. will just straight up kill mm-hmm. you uh that's the one that got me yeah it's and it's great it's great like i I think there's one of the instances where like the qtes were actually i guess maybe because it was at a time where they weren't being utilized or had been Um, a thing really so i didn't mind them in that um, game i I think that's because even though they were there they were not saturated like for example like the god of wars at the time had a lot of just yeah button mashing and stuff like that that's true, um, yeah. And I, I think I, I did kind of like the way they used QTEs to make sure you were sort of paying attention, especially in cutscenes. Like the cutscenes were the best ones where sometimes you would just sort of like put your controller down and be like, oh, time to engage in some, uh, some narrative. I don't need to have my controller in my hand. And Resident Evil 4 decided, no, yes, you do. You be, ca- you be careful. Yep. We might kill you. Jeez, all right. It's Yeah, and that's the thing too. I think it adds like an extra layer of like, it's a jump scare that I like. Yes. Like it, yeah. It, it's it's still keeping within the horror theme where it's just like, go do it now. And you're like, oh, Jesus. Like, um, it's not like building tension and stuff like that. It's just like, jump scare, motherfucker. Like, exactly. um, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I do like. I be like ready that. for that. But yeah, that, that crowds and I fight leaves rent free in my head. Like it's, I'm, I'm very excited to see what they do I'm with so, that. There's... Among a whole bunch of other things as well, like going to the lake and, um, yeah, it's climbing up on cool El Gigante's back. 
Oh my god, yeah. Um, oh god. Actually, you know what? I'm really excited to play through this. Fighting game. fighting the big cheese in the burning barn and he oh. when the jacket burns off and he turns into that long that elongated centipede monster. Oh and he's like so swinging good, a lot swinging dude. along the rafters. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, the first time you encounter a lost Plagas as well, like, oh. Oh my god, yeah. God. When you're like, I have shot your head off. What is that? No. <laughs> Yeah, I'm flashbang. Yeah, and it, I, one um, thing I'm very excited for it looks stuff. like they're keeping one of my favorite things about Resident Evil Four, which is sort of like the progression of time. Like you know, you get to the village in daylight, yep. and then you gradually get to nighttime. And I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. if I recall, by the time you're leaving, it's sort of like sun up is happening. I yeah, it seems like they're sticking. I think to it that, ends I, with I like that. Yeah, like day breaking mm. is like towards like so the cool. end of the game. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm I'm really and excited. I, you know what? I, I just imagine how I, scary I really like that Leon castle's well. gonna be. I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be fucked. Like, imagine that with a three um, order. We can when you can just hear them chanting in the distance. Oh, oh, because yeah. mm. it was already it was get to the- incredibly creepy in that castle when you're just walking around and you can hear them chanting. You're like, where the fuck are they? Now with three D audio, when- you'll know where they are. <sighs> Even when you first get to the village as well, like Absolutely. It's just like it's it's far too quiet here and then things start to unravel a little bit and you're like, uh oh. Imagine if they oh, no. the possibilities with like better AI as well. Yeah. Because there were there was, there was oh, things God, you could do in Resi 4 in that opening. Like the attack is intense at the start of that game. But once you're coming back a few times, there's things you could do to sort of like you're like, okay, well I know if I if I climb up a ladder and they follow me up the ladder, and if I wait till they're nearly at the top and kick it down, like that'll get rid of that issue. But yeah, I don't know. I'm curious yeah. to see if there's anything AI wise they do to make some of those things. Like, remember I, the scene where they're all attacking you and Lewis in the uh, cabin at night? In the cabin? One of the, yep. one of the best sequences yep. in that game. Imagine that with better AI. So good. Please don't make it suck also like too- in that Resident Evil 3 part that I hate so dearly. <laughs> also, too, with like. Like, uh, like enemies like Doctor Salvatore, so, uh, like Salvatore, Sal- Salvatore, Salvador, Salvador. Oh, I hope they make the. Gu- I hope they yeah. make the guard maze something you can do on any difficulty. Ooh, okay. There's a. Hang on, let's have a check. There's a, haven't you? So there's um, in Resident Evil Four. I'm glad I can tell you this. <laughs> awesome. Um, there's a, there's I think a, especially in this, there's a garden maze, yeah, yeah. and uh, you can only you only really interact with it on normal or higher. Okay, well maybe I did, maybe I did do it. And yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff you can fight in there, and I'm always saying there's a boss in there as well, but it's been so long. But like, imagine having uh, maybe not to the same extent as like a Mister X or Nemesis, but like having like. Dr. Salvador. Just bring like, him in with his double chainsaws? Like, please. Yeah, and like busting through walls Actually, and stuff now. A, like, like a, a mercenary more... mode might come back as well. Oh. Like, Vill- Village had it, so maybe this will have it too. I would love to see Fuck this yes. one come back with multiplayer. That's what I would like to see. Like a four-player co-op? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be sick. And please, uh, please, Capcom, yeah. tell me that your silence means that you've just, you've quietly killed Reverse. <laughs> Oh, they'll shit it out. Because that's point. nearly over so, a year no late now. It was meant to come with Village, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it has been nah, radio that's... silent. <sighs> yeah, I'm look. I'm actually pretty excited for Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Like the other games, I'm like oh, I should maybe play. Like like two and three looked interesting. Um, two is so good. Two is so good. 
Yeah, I, two's one the one that I'm like oh, maybe I should give that a go. But um, my copy soon. It's getting it's yeah. getting a PS5 update later this year. Maybe when that happens, maybe I'll give I'll give two a go. Um, but yeah, four like holds. I has like such a nostalgic place in my heart. It's like like I said, the one that I played. I mean, and the one yeah, that I finished for a lot of people. It was their first Resident Evil, and I'm I'm almost certain it was yeah. my first Resident Evil. It wasn't until after that I went back to the other ones and sort of sampled them a bit. Um, I remember. Was it the first one that was cross? The, yeah, was it the first one that was cross console as it, well? Like it, cross. So Resident Evil Four was actually a part of the. It was originally meant to be a GameCube exclusive. It was part That's of right. the um, Capcom Five or something at the time. I can't remember. Yeah, and they had it. They were doing yep. a bunch of Nintendo exclusives, and it eventually did come to PS Two, uh, and then That's yeah, from right. since and and everything since then, else under the everything sun. else, like literally everything else. So yeah, including VR, <laughs> came to VR. Yeah. Um. Be, mm, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Resident Evil that 4 seems to be good. interesting as well. But yeah, yeah, very excited for it. Um, didn't think I'd have this much of a a reaction to a Resident Evil uh, a Resident Evil game. I was. Um, but the, it makes sense that it's like this one. When the rumors came out, I know I was a bit like, I don't know, guys. Resident Evil Four is still very good. It doesn't need as as a there is another game that probably needs updating more. But I worry now that four is mm. what we've skipped to. It's not going to get it, and that's Code Veronica, just like sitting yeah. there hanging out. But um, after watching the trailer, Code like, Veronica is uh, a shorter game, though, isn't it? Code Veronica, yeah, it's it's more like one of the classic sort of older Resident Evils. But like, it's it's like say, maybe it's like fixed camera Resident Evil, but it's still it was starting to lean into the actiony side of things as well at the same time. Sort of, a, it's a weird little could they game? Well, maybe they could they could almost do this as like a DLC for. Full remake. I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of its own thing. It's got maybe? it's got Claire Redfield. It's got Claire Redfield in it though, so she's usually paired up with Leon. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, just, I just think I just want Code Veronica to get some attention. <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a weird game, fair. but it's a, it's a cool little game. It does it does its best. Uh, but anyway, Resident Evil Four coming March twenty third, two thousand and twenty three. Capcom so confident yes. they start with it. That's just insane. Again, baller move. Love yeah, it. and I guess while we're on this part of the, of the on the Resident Evil, we'll talk about Village getting VR two support. Um, good point. Yeah, again, very much still coming soon, but and I, I didn't talk much about it, but it looks like it looks like at least the castle section will be in VR. Um, hopefully, the full game. Well, I mean, I was gonna say surely it's the full game because they did it with Village. Well, so, I mean, yeah, it launched but- with Village, but. Uh, with um, they did seven. Yeah, sorry. seven was but, was definitely completely playable. But yeah, um, there's some cool stuff in the trailer for this as well. Where like, there's there's one like, part in particular, dual wielding, dual wielding like, is dual wielding. huge. That wasn't a thing you could it's do. Very in, very in cool. Village, so I'm really interested to see what that is. And like, and and there's the part where they like swap hands. They had a gun yeah. and a knife, and they do like the the swap hands. I'm like, that's really cool. Um, it's it's really cool for a, a number of reasons. One, because that's that's the kind of shit you want to do in VR. Absolutely. Um, two, it hasn't been, it wasn't in Village, and three, it gives a bit, a little bit of a sense about how responsive those new controllers for PSVR two are gonna be. I feel that's that's it. I feel like they're gonna be much more akin to a like a Vive controller or the Oculus controllers. With the little circles around them, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, very, very cool stuff. Um, PSVR two has got my interest for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely keep, keeping an sure. eye on it. Like, I, 
I've not yet been won over by VR, but VR two, the PSVR two could be dangerous in the sense that I have a PS five. Like the most, the most, mm-hmm. the closest I've been to a VR was probably getting VR for PS four. But you know, I had a lot of yep. limitations, and PS PSVR two could change a lot of that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm back at it's I'm back thing. at risk so again. It seems. I think they've said that it's going to be much more easier to set up and much more user friendly and big, less big deals. Big deals fucking cables and shit that you have to worry about because that's the one thing about i'm like so every now and then i'm like oh maybe i'll bust out my vr and then i go oh but then i've got to like swap over this and then i'm gonna plug this part in and now i have to contact playstation and get the fucking like adapter thing i'm like i just want to play beat saber that's all i want to do like that's that's what i quickly have a couple of rounds of beat saber plug your ps4 back in mate I don't have my PS4 anymore. Oh, rip. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. that's enough on my that. PS4, my PS4 morphed into my PS5, but yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we we had, um, again, this was, I guess, kind of, it was a neat surprise. Uh, Spider-Man Remastered is coming to PC, and that does also include Miles Morales as well. Um, so that's fucking rad. happening on August 12th, so that's neat. Uh, I remember... Two of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> a lot of people talking about like which Sony games they wanted to come to PC and everyone just sort of assumed that Spider-Man wouldn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. It's just seemed like, well, I think it was because I think it was because Insomniac, well, like went on. Oh record, yeah. I mean, Insomniac like, like yeah, tweeted it, about it. That tweet has been shared around the world like, recently. <laughs> exactly. Like it'll never come to PC. It's like, all right, well, that's why you should never say stuff so, like that. You always, it always looks dumb. Nah. But, um, no, no. Yeah. So that's neat. Like PC players haven't played it yet. Uh, the thing I'm terrified about is what, mods are going to do to this game <laughs> oh dear uh but, but also what mods could do to this game like give it give miles morales like a fucking spider-verse makeover like make it look like and play like spider-verse maybe, or, yeah. almost yeah i don't know very someone uh, did that i oh, yes please but, yeah. but so yeah i mean spider-man marvel spider-man for the playstation is just it's a fucking phenomenal game it really it is, is so damn good. I really like when I have a when I eventually have time. I definitely want to get the PS5 version and play through it again. I think I want to as well. Like it's it's just it's so good and everything about it. Like the music is a fantastic. Obviously, they nail the momentum and fluidity of being Spider Man, and it's just such a joy to explore that world. But also to like I en- some I actually, amazing performances. I enjoyed the Batman combat, which is a rare a rare thing. Yeah. Yeah, because it felt varied and it felt a lot faster. It didn't feel heavy. Yeah, like, obviously or, because Spider Man's a lot lighter of a character. Yeah, but, it didn't feel yeah. as weird as like when, for example, again, it's not. It's a really dumb and unfair comparison to make. But when like you use your spider sense to dodge and attack someone else, you're like, as Spider Man, yeah, you know, web zipping and all that. But it always looks so hilarious whenever Batman did it in the Arkham games. Just like do his ridiculously big backflip. I'm like, how did you? I, don't, I doubt it, mate. In teleports. I doubt it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's um yeah, come on, mate. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it. Oh god, it's so good. I I love Spider Man, and the fact that more people are going to be able to play it now on their preferred platform is absolutely fucking right. Uh, we also got a, an update on Horizon Forbidden West, so that got a bunch of uh, it got some a new it's got new content coming a hard an ultra hard mode, I believe they call it. Yeah, it came out that day. That day, that's so right. So it's right. it's it's out. Yeah, so it was a big uh, big update. One of their big updates. Great. I still haven't played and that game. game. Plus, I would like to play. Me neither. It I really want to. By the end of the year, I want to have played that game because it's probably going to be my I like January fucking... game next year. Yeah, assuming I nothing play, I comes get to it before out of it. We... 
Oh, well, yeah. I, I want to get to that before we do Game of the Year stuff for, for next year. So I, I, because I think I really enjoyed the first one and I played it months and months after it came out. And um, it's just, it's a, it's a really solid game. I'm really excited to sort of see the next iteration of that. Um, but yeah, there's also, there was also the, uh, the, the other little uh, bit of Horizon news that we got yeah. as well. Well, I mean, Call of a Mountain, new, new trailer. Mm, yeah, I mean, we yeah we knew we. Uh, they say it's an announced trailer. Yeah, but um, we already knew because about it was it had been announced and we hadn't really seen it. Um, yeah, so this have, this is again, the one that puts me at risk of VR two. <laughs> yeah, this looks like because a lot of people were like speculating before, like not not a lot of people, but I, I saw some people speculating that maybe. They specifically mentioned PSVR 2 in the, like, this is what we're going to be talking about. And uh, there were some people that were saying, do we see Half-Life Alex on here? Um, but I feel like, I think it was Tim Geddes was saying on their reacts to it. Um, he's like, oh, this this feels like it could be Sony's answer to Half-Life Alex yeah, by it, having, it, like, a it looks great. story-driven <laughs> campaign. Yeah, uh, and uh, set within the, the, the Horizon universe. Um, and more than, yeah. The only thing is like the combat, like obviously the combat in, in Horizon is a lot more dodge related. And I don't know how you, you, you get around that well, I mean, with VR. But... You can already tell in the in the trailer I showed for this that the combat is slower to accommodate for VR, which is good. Because yes. um, yeah. yeah, Horizon is very much, it's very dodge oriented and like circling around, lining up your shots. Yeah. And you've, you're usually juggling a lot of stuff. And I imagine... Certain concessions need to be made to make the game work in VR, but the trailer definitely gets mm-hmm. me very excited for it, and is the primary reason why I'm de- desperately in danger of um when I talk about VR two. Like this, this looks like the one to sell me on it. Honestly, yeah, this could be their killer app for their PSVR two. Um, and uh, if that's the case, then fuck yeah, because I mean, Half Life Alex was was VR's killer app on PC, absolutely, but it's also. But the fact is that you needed to have the best VR and you also needed a fucking beast of a PC to run that VR um, on top of how much that would cost as well. Like it's, this is like, cool, PlayStation VR, however much it's going to be, probably like 600 bucks, I'd say, Um, maybe 700. It's, I mean, Um, giving on the stuff we're seeing and yeah, no, I reckon it's going to be a bit, a bit pricier. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'm being pretty modest with it. Considering with the that, though, like, but... if if I can I can justify my price because it means I don't need to have a beefy PC to run it. So that's why I'm still exactly open to the idea yep. of it. And it is just plug and play. Exactly, as exactly. Well, yeah. As much as we know, as much as we know, anyway. But it seemed, yeah, I mean, but just the ease of use. Is it was like the biggest selling point for the VR for the original PS4. Um, obviously, it had it exactly. had all the cables yep. in the box and all that, but at the time, it, it was sure definitely did, a yeah. very accessible take on VR. So yeah. I don't know. I'm open. It was more, I'm open more to of VR a plug, too. and it was more of an unplug, then plug, then plug again, <laughs> then play situation. But there was playing though, and you, again, you just did it on your PS4. There was playing. Yeah, it's true. I did have a lot of fun with. I have had a lot of fun with with the VR. But yeah, playing playing. We were talking about before we started recording. Playing like Wipeout in VR was fucking wild. Um, and even like Star Wars Squadrons was like, oh, okay, this is. Oh, I'm playing Squadrons. This is cool. Um, but yeah, uh, just very excited for what, what we're talking. What we're talking VR as well. It may as well quickly throw in here. It wasn't it wasn't idea. huge. Like they had a new trailer for No Man's Sky for VR two. Um, yep. 
uh, that's a game I would love to play in VR. Like, No Man's Sky is a game that's ridiculous now. It's insane what that game is. Um, yeah. And the VR part of that is very appealing. So, yeah, I don't know. It looks yes. cool. And um, very cool. Again, if I get a VR too, that'll definitely be one of the games that I jump in and check out. Uh, but what about The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 yep. re- Retribution? I mean, I hear really good things about the first one. Uh, me too. I hear like, really I, good things about It's just something it. that I just don't care about that franchise. See, I don't think you need to care anymore. about it, though, to like it. It just it That's sounds true. like if you are yeah. interested in like the, the possibilities of VR, but yeah, that Satan Sinners VR. is very yep. good. Um, but yeah, the second like, one like, looks good. I, I just don't have much attachment, so I can't speak too deeply on it. Yeah. If I yeah, if I end up getting a VR two or whatever, that that's it's something I'll be like ah well you know I've played Horizon, I've checked out No Man's Sky, you know I'm too scared to play Village, Village. so um <laughs> too scared for that shit. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's gonna be something I'll be like all right cool yeah I'll check this out. This seems I wonder like a, a I wonder how fun. hard it is to make VR games compatible with new VR headsets because Resident Evil Seven did already have a VR mode. And I know that Resi, yeah, Resi is fucking terrifying. Yeah, Resi Seven is another game getting uh, PS Five support. I think later this year or next year at some point. So I wonder if I'll bring across the VR mode as well when VR Two drops. I don't know. Curious. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um. But speaking, speaking of, of spooky speaking games. of spooky games, we got a trailer for the Callisto Protocol. And can I just say that in our little fantasy critic league, when I saw this game, it was like a few weeks ago. Now it was on the it was the Game Informer cover. I was like, "Shit, I better bid on this game because I know it was it was meant to come out in 2022, but I just assumed it was mm. going to miss it. But then when there was the big the big cover story for Game Informer, I'm like, maybe it's happening. I'm going to bid on it just in case. Yep. I'm gonna I'm just going to do a little like a ten dollar bid in case someone else sees the Game Informer. They might not. They might. I don't know. And here we stand, Joel. Trailer came out coming allegedly coming december 2nd still room to slip but i really think they want say, to come it, out before dead space <laughs> i think that's true as well I, I i when you see this trailer it's like oh okay um I, but i think they also want it to come out just close enough to dead space like yeah i feel like i don't think there's any any um animosity or anything no no, no absolutely there might be not. a little bit but i mean like but I feel like they want to be like, cool, all right, you're doing that with uh, with the game that we made? All right, well, come check out our shit that we're doing. I mean, I mean I'm also mean that I feel like if if this came out after Dead Space, I think people would play Dead Space and be like, cool, I've had, sort of had my fill of like sci-fi yeah. horror. Um, but getting out before mm-hmm. it means you can get in first. And I mean, now we know that Resident Evil's coming out in March, like... After Dead Space, yep. people might be like, oh, I really, I might just wait for Resident Evil now to play horror again. So yeah, December, if they can yep. hit that date, seems like the perfect date for this game. Um, it's probably also worth noting, because I don't think we've mentioned it on the show either, that uh, previously was slated to be a part of the PUBG universe. It, uh, I... They have now come out and said that it is not. I have to so believe that when a... it was first announced, we laughed and joked about it, but just in case we didn't, God. Yeah, God I think it. we laughed and joked about it, but I, I don't think we... we... I definitely think we talked about it being a part of the PUBG universe, but I don't think we talked about it that the the the, the devs oh. actually come out and being like, "Oh, that's not a thing now." Yeah, well, I mean, cause I, think, I think it happened when the cover story sort of happened, so it's only recently been yeah. reconfirmed, but it's not a part of the uh, PUBG universe. Sadly, I guess if we were excited for those connections, uh, no, it is its own. Well, yeah, its own horrifying experience now. 
I tell you what, Karen, I'm looking at the thumbnail for the trailer, and even that is just fucking horrifying. This this game looks just insane. There are parts in this trailer that even made me sort of go, oh, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's oh, a lot to deal with. Um, I, 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 that, that's a lot, yeah. Like, when, like, the fucking thing, like, peels itself off the gross mound of even, flesh and, like, thing. All the and you see the strand. Oh, when you just... When you're crawling past that one, you're, like, squeezing through, and then, like, it's eye move. Yeah, there's... Oh, yeah. There's, nah. there's plenty in this game like, that's going to be... And, like, Dead Space 1... Like, Dead Space 2 is a good horror action, but Dead Space 1 is a, so often so very terrifying. So to see what Glenn oh, yeah. Schofield and the team can whip up for this one, uh, worth mentioning here that uh, at Summer Game Fest, we'll see a gameplay demo. So we'll see it in motion, which is neat. And uh, I've got cool. a little quote here from Glenn Schofield today as well on, on the Callisto Protocol. So um, he says mm. that the team uses a process we call horror engineering to handcraft unforgettable scares. It's about blending atmosphere, tension, brutality, helplessness, and humanity to thrill players and hopefully scare the crap out of them. <laughs> Yeah, look, I tell you what, this even a lot of people that I see that I follow on Twitter, like yourself included, like uh that are sort of horror veterans have said it's like this game looks this game's gonna make me shit myself. Like I'm I'm terrified. I'm terrified here. Yes, this game is actually shaping up to be pretty scary. Um I, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised. Again, yeah. de- as we just said before, Dead Space, very scary game. Dead Space 2 more action focused, but they still know how to get the scares out of you. We've, we talked yeah. about this when you were in Bendigo, like stuff like the, mm-hmm. um, the kindergarten and all that sort of stuff. Oh my God. Just the school, the school, like theater where they do in the play. Like, yeah, they, they know how to get scares <sighs> and that's why they'll pay for what we did to you. <sighs> we'll pay for what you did. To, we'll, we'll, we'll pay, pay for, for what, what we did, did to you and then slit your own throat. Fuck. Um, the very just the thing. opening to Dead Space Two is hor- horrific. Like just running for your damn life, and then yep. having that QTE at the door. Like wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh. taking all of what they know from Dead Space, and also just what is now possible with this this current generation of gaming, with like visuals and atmosphere and audio, is exciting and terrifying. So and also too them being like free to make what they want to make like yeah i mean obviously like they created dead space but like if they, they don't have anyone going oh we need to tone that bit down that's a bit too much or you know or that and because there's no toning down going on here in this no trailer. the trailer if anything whatsoever. just shows you that they're just like let's take that and just knock it up to 11 what can we yeah, do that's worse <laughs> fucking wild shit so it's exciting trailer. i'm very excited for this game really wanted to hit that december release date what a what a Christmas game that's going to be. Yep. Yep. Merry Christmas. Home, home for the holidays. <laughs> uh, next up is a Joel joint. Next up we had um, Fuck yeah. the re- reveal for Rollerdrome. Fucking A. Which is by this who, is, Joel? It's Okay, so I didn't realize this is the first one I was watching it because I, I actually watched this first. I watched the, the whole state of play. I skimmed through a lot of it on my my 20 minute break at work it's fair Um, it's fair so i was just like i just want to see what's announced and if there's anything that really sticks out to me i'll watch it this was one of those um so i missed the fact that this was being developed by roll seven who if you're not familiar are the team behind ollie ollie the ollie ollie series as well as other things such as like not a hero and something else they did as well um not a hero is really fun they do good shit and they do it really well. Um, 
but the the best way to describe Rollerdrome, I think was I think we said it in one of our group I said it in one of our group chats, which is this is a Tony Hawk's pro shooter. Um, so basically, your 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 characters on roller skates, and you roll. It starts off like the trailer starts off with like them roller skating around this sort of like cell shadedy kind of um, environment on roller skates, doing tricks and stuff. And then the character pulls out guns and starts shooting at people whilst flipping through the air. And I fucking I tell you what, I am very excited for this game. This looks great, and the fact that it's being developed by Roll Seven makes me even more excited because I know that. Because when you say something like this, you go, oh, how does it feel to play? Like, from someone who's played a lot of Ollie Ollie and and most recently Ollie Ollie World, which I should go back to, um, they know how to take, like, like a simple idea and uh, and something that maybe is hard to nail um, and really just sort of putting their really finesse spin on it. I mean, um, if, this, if this trailer was from someone else, I probably would... Maybe not not be concerned, but I'd be like, okay, I'm curious to see how they pull that off. But yeah, knowing the team behind it and seeing it in motion, I'm like, no, this abs- it looks like they absolutely know what they're doing. Yeah, um, and I, I, I kind of want to see like the like why why this is a thing. Like, I, what do you mean? What do you mean why? In term narratively, like oh, I want to okay. see like because it feels like it might not have like a fucking twisty turny plotline or anything like that. But I just want to see what the setup is. So it's like, why is this character shooting people whilst ro- ro- riding on roller skates? I mean, it might. Um, it's it just might be a game, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, is it, there is a, what, there's a blog entry on the PlayStation blog that talks a bit about the game, but yeah, there's nothing about narrative stuff in here. Okay, that's fine. Like, I don't need it. Um, I was just curious if if it was like this is like a like a future blood sport kind of. I can I can where... see why you'd think that, like there might be more because they did have a, what looked like first person stuff. So yeah, like yeah. maybe there'll be something in between that explains um, it. And yeah, the the poster for it, like the, the box art, I guess for it, um, is incredible as well. It's the thumbnail for the video, and it looks even so like good. the logo treatment and the, the way the name came. Yeah, it just it do, it, it does look very cool. Um, there's it's, a it, they know how to do they they know how to do style very very well. Yeah. And it's, they also back it up with decent mechanics and gameplay. So. The um the blog post is a lot about how the game plays, which is neat. Awesome. Yeah, so it's worth, worth giving it a read. They talk about how like um they talk about keeping up your score for combos. Um you get ammo by doing tricks, all this sort of stuff. So yeah. Oh my god, this sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sounds, oh, this might be my like sleeper indie hit of the year. Um the, I'm very excited. I wonder if anyone will bid on it. Has anyone bid on it yet? Have, I guess we'll I see. I, I guess have, we'll see. I haven't checked, but mm-hmm. <laughs> August sixteen on PS five and PS four for Roll yeah, Drone. I, I I reckon this might be a day one for me. Also, shout out to to Roll Seven for just fucking. We want to talk about like powerhouses that just keep churning out things of a of a really good quality. Um, when we were talking about like Capcom before and the the Resident Evil team, Roll Seven just like. Every now and then, it's like, yeah, it's a new game. Working hard. It's like, new game. It's coming out this date, like, in a couple of months. It's like, oh, fuck yeah. All right, sweet. What do you do? What are we, what are we doing in the game? Oh, you ride, ride around on roller skates and shoot people. Fuck, fuck yeah. Let's go. I'm in. Oh, yeah. So, I'm like, you son of a bitch, I'm in from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Absolutely that. 100%. Um, so next up, we've got Eternites was announced. 
which yes. is a action RPG slash dating sim. Sure. Fuck yeah. Sure. No, nah, this, this trailer got me. I was like watching this. I'm like, yeah, I'm into this. I was uh, this- really confused, but when they started showing the, um, like, you know what those things that dating sims do? Like the, yeah, the fright, the, like the art. I'm like, is this a dating? Is are you a dating sim? Press R two to hold hands, baby. Yeah. Are you Let's a dating go. sim? Like wearing an action RPG hat. I respect it. You know, like, yep. It's um, cool I'm, to see I'm, the the, uh, the that genre doing new things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I I'm 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 super into this. It also seems like it's got like a, a like a time element to it as well. Like a there's a calendar in the top yeah. right hand corner. So it's got like it's leaning into that sort of like persona feel. I'm like you, you getting me, you getting me. So yeah, really, really not much to say about the game, but yeah, the trailer definitely is interesting. But yeah, action game and dating sim in one coming to PS4 and PS5 next year. Anime as fuck, anime as fuck right? is the best way to describe it. Yeah, you only have so one good. arm, but then you grow a new magic arm that's also like yeah. your sword. Yeah, as you said, R two to hold hands. Like yeah, it's all. Oh, and the fact that the whole the whole trailer felt like a fucking OVA as well. Like it, did. it just it the, did. when the music kicked in, I'm like, yeah. It's sort of. I yes, mean, please. it's hard to say if it'll it'll be like this when we get the full version, but it almost feels like it could be an anime version of um. Boyfriend Dungeon. Boy Dungeon? Yeah, that's exactly how I'm feeling about Obviously, without, you know, the dating your weapon side, but, like, the the combination of we- these two things definitely makes me think of Boyfriend Dungeon. Yeah, less dating your weapons, more... Just dating. ...into the world apocalypse yeah. anime shit. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm into this. Um, yeah. This got me hyped. I was like, yeah, right, this is cool. Um, next up, we've got... I'll, I'll touch on a couple of... A couple of small ones, I guess. Small yep. ones because... We even knew the game was there. We knew the game existed or we've been waiting for more information. Uh, Tunic is coming to PlayStation in September, which is excellent news for me because I recently started on PC. I'm like, this game seems cool, but I want to play it on my PlayStation. And it's (laughs) going to happen for me. So September 27th, I will be playing Tunic and I can't wait. Uh, That means I've got a little bit more time now to go back to it and try and finish it. It, It's a fucking great game. It's very I'm really cool. excited. Like I said, like I, I played like I think half an hour on, on PC Game Pass and I was like, this seems really neat. I wish I was on my couch. And this will yeah, this will grant my wish. So I can't wait for that. It just it, it, it's it's a game that feels nice to play. Like it just yeah. Oh, the yeah, gameplay sure, loop is sure. really good. There's like the and and some sort of narrative there that keeps you going along. It's it's very cool. Very cool stuff. Uh next up we've got a release date for Stray coming July nineteenth. Uh not just that, if you uh have one of i think it's the second tier of the new playstation plus mm-hmm. subscription yes. service you will actually get this game at no extra cost so that's deluxe neat. and platinum i think it is yeah is it platinum yeah. is it platinum is it i know it's deluxe it's something like that deluxe and something else it, it's it starts with p. i feel like it starts with p anyway different just different either way if you have that second tier or the third tier i guess by default you will get access to this game at no extra cost which is awesome um but yeah that's this cyberpunk cat game still looking really cool can't wait to play it <laughs> yeah look i can't either but there's still that little part of me that wants it to be bad because it's one of my counter picks for our fantasy no, league i want it to be perfect 10 out of 10 um but i also yeah i the only reason i counter picked it because i was like that game's not coming out this year <laughs> they sure like, showed you fucking, joel <laughs> they fucking show me it's coming out in a month's time um yeah i'm i'm excited to play it i'm really good obviously like i'm i'm not gonna try and wish ill will towards uh, to the sweet little the cat developers game. in this game um because of my my silly little fantasy league but um yeah it looks great it looks awesome um 
like it visually it looks phenomenal as well and uh yeah i don't know i got real tokyo jungle vibes from it the, the, the possibilities of like cat platforming is something we just haven't explored yet and i'm ready to do it you missed the perfect of it for cat forming yeah i mean i guess cat forming i feel like we can do better than cat forming can we though <laughs> i don't yeah. know if i can in the state that i'm in at the moment it's fine I think people were saying, like, because it looks like there's, like, stealth elements. I saw, like, Metal Gear, like, feline going around a bit. Nice. Like it, yeah. yeah anyway, it looks very good. It looks very good. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to playing it on July 19th. That'll be a nice little uh, game to drop in the middle of winter and just run around the yep. cyberpunk city as a cat. Interested yep. to see what that story is about, what that world's about. Exactly. Very me too. curious. Uh, Meowth Gear. Yeah, me out of gear. There you go. Now we're getting somewhere. We now I'm we're back getting on, somewhere. I'm back on track. Me out of gear. <laughs> Redeem myself. Um, next up, we'll touch on while well, we're talking about these indie games. We might as well touch on season a letter to the future, which I'm. Yeah, this was already announced, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think this is an indie showcase at some I point. I think so. Yeah. Either it might way, have even been a state of play. It, yeah. Either way, coming to PS4, PS5, and Windows PC this fall. I don't even know how to really describe this trailer, but I'm like a billion percent in. Um, it's it's probably worth noting as well. This was the studio that had some. I can't remember the exact details. That had some pretty bad dev situations going yeah, on. Yeah, I do remember hearing about that. Um, did um, it get cleared up? I'm not sure. Scavengers, that, yeah, had it, had so. I think it was. I think it was like the head of the studio was a bit of a dickhead. Because if if it um, hasn't been cleared up, then I'll just pass on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it does look interesting. It has like art style wise, it reminds me a little bit of um like the uh Oh god, this guy's been promo a Darwin project? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Um all right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe doing something a bit different might be might be good for them. But um yeah, it's uh like like the the promo art for the Artful Escape. Um that sort of like lifelike almost hand-drawn like cell shaded feel to it um yeah I, i'm curious to have a look at it and see what what it's all about but keep an eye out for it we'll see we'll see yeah really I, i'm gonna need to do some some reading and see if the dev studio still has problems because if it does that will absolutely subtract from my excitement um mm-hmm. yes because at a glance like just as we're talking obviously i haven't read it yet but the bits i can see not good Really not good. Nah. Uh, nah, yeah. not, not good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, that leaves us with two big hitters. One of them quite literally. Uh, yes. Street Fighter Six. Fucking A. Street Fighter Six has a lot to prove. Um, mm-hmm. And this first trailer, it looks like it's just like, no, nah, I, I got this. Because this is the first one without, um, with Ono, without no Ono, with no Ono on the team. <laughs> God. So sadly, we won't see everyone's favorite, you know, little little Blanca coming out anymore, because he's yeah he, he is retired. But um, but between that and just the trouble, I mean, I I know I feel like I don't really stick too much in the Street Fighter side of the FGC anymore, but I feel like Street Fighter Five definitely had its fair share of problems, especially at launch. Especially at launch. Um, but even yeah. even from there onwards, just sort of yeah, it seems like it just sort of kept running into trouble. So hopefully. And it looks like Street Fighter Six is here to sort of, you know, win back some cred for the for the IP when all the other fighting games have just been doing so well. It just you want to see Street Fighter Six do well as well. Yeah, uh, I like as as a kid, 
I was always more Street Fighter than I was more than Street Fighter. Kombat. I was a Street Fighter kid. Yeah, yeah, and I liked Mortal Kombat, but Street Fighter was just I don't know, something about it. I, it's just it felt. I love the music. I love the characters. Me. I yeah, love the moves. Yeah, yeah, the so characters were always really fun. <laughs> it fucking ate. Like it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's Psycho so good. Crusher from M Bison, man, so good. Uh, I love Street Fighter. Haven't we played? Yeah, exactly. The music, the so music. Good. I haven't played a Street Fighter since four. Five was given to us as a plus game, but I never. I never downloaded it because I feel like you need to get all the extra stuff to make it good. Like it's you need one to, of those situations. Yeah, yeah. like he had had uh, the base Street Fighter Five for free. I'm like, what about the rest of the stuff though? Yeah, exactly. It's essentially the 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 free to start version of, of yeah. Street Fighter Five. But um, yeah, I mean, it looks good. I think aside from the fact that visually it looks awesome, and I love. The color treatment that they're doing on it with the, like the, the, the splashing and all that splashes it, and stuff. It, I think it looks phenomenal. It feels like the next step from when they when they had like the inky brush style for Street Fighter Four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it really feels yeah, like absolutely. an evolution of that, and I, I, I really enjoy it. It looks very cool. And a, apart from the fact that I love seeing Daddy Ryu looking like a fucking absolute unit. Like, well, because they, I think he's just a wall today. Well, recently they did confirm that. I mean, I'm not sure how up you are with the Street Fighter timeline, but this takes place after Street Fighter 3, which was the, okay. the latest in the timeline. I'm pretty sure someone's going to okay. probably correct me if they if they keep down with the Street Fighter timeline. But yeah, so that's apparently, yeah, that's why he looks like he does. It's sort of like a follow-on from that. Okay, cool. Awesome. That's I, But he's just, he looks like a brick wall. Yeah, like, he does. He absolutely does. Solid brick wall. Um. But I think the most exciting and interesting thing to talk about about this is the um. There's actually a couple of things, open, but I know open well, world. A couple of things, but like the open world one, I think was the first thing that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, absolutely. Sorry, like what? in 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 this world where Never Realms just sort of like ruled for roost for like fighting game story modes. It's cool to see mm-hmm. Capcom be like, okay, well, because like I remember when when Street Fighter Five got its story mode, and everyone's like, I mean, it's okay, I guess. It's yeah. Fair. And then Marvel yeah. vs. Capcom Infinite also was just like, uh, mm, it's here. Yeah. Like, I don't really, it's not like, it's still not like with Neverrealm as far as stuff yeah. goes. So I'm very curious to see if this open world stuff can live up to that as well. This, whatever this, whatever this story mode is, because it takes place in, um, was it Metro City? Which Metro is from City. Final yeah. Fight, I think people were saying. Okay. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I'm very curious. We we only saw bits and pieces, like snippets of the, of the character running around the world, doing what looked like a. It, it's a sure you can may as well be on like some trash cans. Yeah, um, and it seems I think some people were saying that this is like a creator character as well. It could be like again, I don't know if we really know if it's a creator character yet, but it wouldn't yeah. surprise me if that's how they do the story mode. It would be cool if you could, like like unlock different moves and just sort of create your own do street fighter like dragon oh, dragon ball what was the name of it the time travel ones i forget their names uh oh yeah there was two of them another one you're talking about yeah they had this feature yeah. where basically you would do a career you would create a character um but as you played through the story mode you would interact with the you know the main cast and you could take them on as like as a teacher and they would teach you their moves and stuff like that. So I wonder cool. if it'll go for something like that. I mean, it's too early to tell really, but um, the, the possibility is what is exciting about it. Yeah. I, I look, I'm, I haven't been really excited for like a fighting game since 
Smash Brothers. You know what I mean? Like, I it's, it's not my thing. I jump to. That's fair. I mean, it's, it's been some good I'm ones. Always, but that's fair. Yeah, I'm always excited to check out. Um, I I always would really like to check out um Guilty Gear Strive and like all those like really flashy ones that look really cool. The Arc System Works ones. <laughs> Basically, yeah. But it's I think it's always that like oh, but I'm not gonna be good at this, and it's gonna take a lot of me getting into the weeds with it. So if this has like a, I think they, they, they sort of, it, there was a splash screen that said something about world tour. There's, I think it was what the, the mode's called, I think. Yes. Um, that's it. Which is also pretty cool as well. Cause that's what it used to be called back in like Street Fighter 2, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was called world tour. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's pretty neat as well. Uh, uh if it has that sort of like single player element where I can play against AI and, learn the moves and uh, without having to get my head kicked in every five seconds and deal with internet connection issues and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm very excited for this. So, so yeah, the other thing that's cool is they've sort of taken a page out of, um, I, I think Mortal Kombat does this, but I don't play it enough to really know. It just reminds me of how Arxis do stuff with their games where mm-hmm. it'll have classic control types and modern control types, which will make the game yes. more accessible to people who are who are newer to fighting games. And it's a great idea. It's a great idea because as I love fighting games. Um, I don't play them enough because, again, like you said, a lot of it is like going online and getting your head kicked in. Um, yeah. Obviously, the biggest barrier for anyone looking to play a fighting game, and I know Street Fighter in particular because of how I do their inputs, is the, the the combat the fighting? Yeah, and sometimes yeah. the combos and the and the inputs you've got to, you've got to do can just be too much. And I like that they're attempting to sort of look at that and be like, okay, how can we make this easier for for people who have a passing interest to jump in and play? Because yeah. that is the that is the first step to getting them hooked on on playing the game, and then from there exactly. they can open up to actually looking into the classic controls and going from there so that's it's really yeah. cool i love it or like buying a buying a fight stick and, and yeah and really getting into the weeds with it because that's what those controls are always made for like you can you can do them on thumbsticks but absolutely and, and, like d-pads but like the then, fight pads are, yeah <laughs> at, the, at the at the end of the day all of these like fighting games were arcade games exactly. so they they had like the arcade joystick um so yeah yeah, you're right though. But like get the, the the idea of getting someone in the door, someone like me, that's like cool. I, I in the words of Kyle Bossman, is like I can press triangle. I to love that Hadouken. Um, sure, if you must, yeah, yeah, yeah down, yeah. down, forward, forward, punch. If you yeah. must, <laughs> if you must, yeah, triangle. Um, I like because to me that I get into the game and I start doing that and I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, I can press that button. I can't remember which game that did it, but there was like. May even been Street Fighter Five, but like where you could do no, it was Smash Brothers. It was Ryu and Smash Brothers. Yeah, Smash Brothers could... let you do it. Yeah, we could put in the yeah, inputs so you... to do better versions. Exactly. So like even having something like that, where it's like, all right, cool, you can do these moves, but if you want to do like the souped up versions of them, you can. You're gonna have to learn the inputs, which it encourages that learning and, yeah. and getting over that learning curve like, and that I, difficulty. I had similar things when I was playing Dragon Ball Fighters because that game has it has like not. I get like auto combos is the best way to put it, where you like press punch four times and you you do a, a a simple combo string, and even those little moments opened you up to being like, okay, but if I do this myself, I can actually connect these and do longer strings, 
it's all yeah. about yeah getting people in obviously the the pros they're their day one you know they're gonna pick it up they're of gonna course. play it yeah but yeah it's always about sort of growing the audience there's a, like maximilian dude's got a lot of very good videos about this um who's he you know he's the fight he's the fgc fgc guy if you want to yeah sort of get into any of his stuff he's on he's huge on twitch and youtube but uh there's a couple of things i want to talk about from street, street fighter 6 uh they weren't in the state of play that's why i still want to bring them up though Okay, cool. One of them is uh, it was announced in the blog is real time commentary, where they've got um, there is a trailer for this. There is a trailer I for this. It. Yeah. Basically, the idea is yeah, you can have FGC commentators commentate your matches, which is a really co- that's it's a cool idea. Cool. Oh, that's really cool. And the other oh, thing like that. was just announced today. Oh, I have to I have to go to a Twitter account for it. It was a feature that was in I think people were saying Soul Calibur two. But basically, okay. as you're walking up, as you're starting the fight, you'll have the option to, like, do inputs at the close-up for, like, the versus screen to change oh. what your character's face is doing. Oh, yes, please. That's yeah, awesome. apparently I was in Soul Calibur 2, apparently, or some, one of the Soul Calibers. But it's coming back. People are really keen it's coming back for this. So, yeah, I don't know. Street Fighter Six so far seems like it's doing a lot of the right things. People are talking about it. People are excited about it. Yeah. It seems it's so bright and colourful yeah, as well. Colorful. Like it's not That's take, the biggest it doesn't thing. seem like it's taking itself so seriously, which I feel like what Street Fighter Five was doing, it was just like we're like Edge Lords Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Whereas this is just like, fuck yeah, he wasn't coming here and punching people, let's go. Let's like go. Let's, you can punch that guy. You can press try you can press triangle. <laughs> yeah, fucking A, if you must. Um and also too, the locations like the detail the, the, the levels look they show incredible fucking and awesome again like we talked about the um the classic street fighters but the bits of music i've heard as well are just yeah. so good like it really feels like they're going all out for this and i it sounds i mean they needed to really street fighters sort yeah. of been struggling again Mortal Kombat's been kicking ass arc I system believe. works has sort of just taken over fighting games for a large part of it like between mm-hmm. fighters and now guilty gear they're sort of all over the place yeah so Street Fighter Six definitely had work to do, and I think it's this is off to a great start. The logo yeah. looks cool. I like so I, now. I like that logo looks great. It's it's a simple looks thing, so good. But I like it. Yes, being the six and then turning into the six, it's stupid, but I love it. Yeah, um, so good. But yeah, it's looking really good. I this is so this is coming next year, and it's coming to everything. Well, I mean, it's coming to PC, Xbox, and PlayStation Five. Like mm-hmm. it seems like the only thing it's skipping is Xbox One. Right, but it's coming to yeah Xbox Series S and X and PS4 four and five and PC. I think it's I think it's because they've stopped making the. Xbox I mean, I guess, ones, but so... it is interesting that it's not coming to it at all when it's when it is coming to PS4. When right. technically the consoles would both be capable of running it, so I don't know. Right, yeah, true. It'll be interesting, but either way, so that's not until next year. But um, yeah, looking forward to seeing more of that. And lastly, we have Final Fantasy sixteen. Yes. It looks so damn good. <laughs> Look, I, I I I I can fuck with a um with a turn based strategy, like turn based combat RPG sort of JRPG feel, right? I can fuck with that. It's fine. It has to have something really special to get me in the door, hence persona. Like, you know what I mean? I am excited that this is going more the Final Fantasy VII remake way of things, which I feel is very good. 
um and very in-depth but not at really at all intimidating i feel like it does a really good job of introducing you to how things work um, i mean i just looks like this i want to go over just quickly the, the key staff they post on the website because this this is a okay. this is a team with talent behind it obviously right. the biggest one the biggest one that everyone's so hyped for is um the producer being naoki yoshida of course from final fantasy 14 like final yeah. fantasy 14 it was definitely like a turn like i look i love i love 12 i played 13 i played 13 one and 13 two and barely played the third one <laughs> um but after after 14 came back i guess i should say after its initial disastrous launch that game has just been going from strength to strength so it really has when they yeah. announced that the, that a lot there's a lot of talent from that behind that game making the next one obviously it was exciting um mm-hmm. but even just Yoshida just seems like the fucking coolest guy like hell yeah, yeah. Um, main director is Hiroshi Takai, who um, had his hand in Final Fantasy V, Saga Frontier, The Last Remnant. Uh, creative director and original screen by screenplay by Kazutoyo Maihiro. I'm probably butchering all these names. From Final Fantasy XIV, Final Fantasy XII, and The Last Remnant. Localization director is Michael Christopher Koji Fox, who, of course, Final Fantasy XIV and eleven and Final Fantasy VII, Dirge of Cerberus. Sure. Whoa. I know. Okay. I was just like, oh yeah, 14. Oh yeah, 11. And Dirge? Okay. I mean, hey. Okay. Localization sure. in that game was good, I guess. Like what Dirge was. <laughs> um, art director is Hiroshi Minigawa from 14, 12, and Final Fantasy Tactics. The biggest one, the biggest one is is the long... We knew about it. We knew that Square poached this person and we knew they were working on this game, but it's cool to see them officially refer to they have a combat director which is Ryota Suzuki. If you're like, who is that? Who is Ryota Suzuki? Well, they had their hands on a few a few little Capcom games. Just a few. Right. Uh, yep. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, uh, Dragon's Dogma, and Devil Ooh. May Cry 5. <laughs> oh, oh. And, yeah, look. And then, you watch, then go back Devil and watch May- that trailer again. You're like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. This, now we're oh, talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello, baby. Let's go. This you. They've finally figured out a way to get me like excited for a day one release of a Final Fantasy game. This is they've got me in the door. Mm. They teased it a little bit with uh, with seven the seven remake. They was like, this feels pretty good to play, and I'm like, fuck it, yeah, it does. Yeah, it, does. Does. it feels really, it feels really good to play. Um, um, yeah, this looks really good. Character design by Kazuya Takahashi, who again Final Fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy eleven, and Final Fantasy ten. And the other big one, apart from the producer, like obviously Yoshida's producer is amazing. The other big one is the composer being Masayoshi Soken, who um, obviously the 14 music. I I don't even play that much 14, but the music is so good. Awesome. The music is so good. Yes. Um, and here, of course, 14, but also, again, it's a little thing, but the other credits he's got are the Nashi Nogami series and Mario Hoops 3 on 3. Holy shit. Did not do... Right. No, but Soken did the music for Mario Hoops. That's what I learned today. Uh, pretty cool shit. Um, but yeah. Um, well, well, speaking of the music, that that, that could be a good lead into the trailer one music. of the big parts of the trailer. The trailer music itself is is incredible, but like um, what it's referring to and, and like, are, are we getting like summon kaiju battles in this game? It seems, it seems like it. Um, yes, I'm please. I'm very curious. Like obviously... Without going, it's 
important to avoid spoiling anything. But um, going yeah. at, like looking at the story, like it, it it looks like certain factions have certain like summons, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the, it, it, that makes sense. It's like certain factions, are like obviously, like pray to a certain deity. Yeah, yeah, and like it's like not a, an RPG rules, and it, yeah, it's not each, necessarily each faction has their own a new one. idea. I'm just curious as to how our character gets them because you can see it in combat if you look carefully for the trailer. They do switch between different ones, so yeah. And there are a couple that are listed as like question mark, question mark, yeah. question mark as well. Even on the website, there's stuff that's like redacted. It's like blanked oh, out. It's neat. Okay, cool. I'm also curious. I'll, is there a party? Like, it doesn't look like it, but again, they could just be showing early stuff. Yeah. Um, the, how would, how do you feel about that if there's no party? Because that's a, that's a know. that's a big one with a JRPG. I, I like, think I would be bummed out. No matter what. Yeah. No matter what the like how it, the game plays, whether it's like you know turn based, choosing options from a menu or action RPG sort of stuff, having a party is. I like having a, a party. Staple. I really do. I don't know. I really need to see more. The combat looks so good that maybe it won't matter to me. I don't know. And and they've shown that they can. That Square Enix have shown that they can make that work with with Seven Remake. Like that's you have a party in that, and you basically control all of them and none of them at once. Like it's it's yeah. very cool. I'm very um, curious. So that's, I'm hoping that's the way it's going with maybe a little bit more input. As to what your character's doing in any one Yeah, time. I do wonder. I wonder um, if they're just like being very careful of what they show us as well. True. Um, yeah. Yep. Hoping for a party, but like the combat looks good, but it may not matter if we don't have one. As long as it, like, even if you're the only character who fights, I, I kind of want a cast with you. I just, I don't know. I love a good JRPG party. Well, that's the thing. And it adds to the, the, the sense of adventure that you yeah. want to get from a JRPG. Because when you're playing that, you know that this it's going to go for fucking a, a gazillion years. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, like, you, you know you're going to be you're settling into this game. Um, you want to have that sense of adventure. And one of the things that adds to that is having a team of people that you encounter along the way, get to know. Yeah, and, and sort of grow Maybe lose, maybe yeah. they turn on you. Who knows? Like, it opens up for, like, lots of narrative yeah. options as well. Um, but, I absolutely implore everyone who hasn't done it yet, who's listening to this, to head over to the Final Fantasy 16 website and just, just scroll through their screenshots because this game looks gorgeous. It's ridiculous. I It does look very like good. I was really excited for this game. I've ever since like when it was revealed God, was it only it was like was it a year of a PS5? Was it two years ago it was revealed? I think so. And that was like the last time we saw it. It's been dormant for a while. It's um I love the logo treatment as well. It looks great. That's what I love a good I love a Final Fantasy good. logo. So this one in particular, I don't know, looks so good. It's, oh. Well, because the best so thing good. about the logos is they always are in, important to the story. And that's what exactly. that's why I love a Final yep. Fantasy logo. Uh, so yeah, obviously it's coming out summer 2023, which will be our winter next year, mm-hmm. which is a bit disappointing. Yep. But again, the trailer was so good. Like, I'm, I don't care. Like, just, okay, I'm there. Like, take as long as you need. I'll play it. I'm ready. Well, that's it. Like, it's... They did yeah, say I, it's, I, it's playable from start to finish. They just need to work out the kinks and the bugs. So the game okay. is done. They're just making sure okay. it's polished and re- and ready to ship which that's it in itself is even more exciting exactly but right imagine like I, I remember playing final fantasy 15 at launch be like cool i'm gonna put this disc in my playstation 4 and it was just like excellent let me just queue up this 10 gigabyte download for you i'm like yeah good god lucky i'm going to yeah. work because you're not going to be done yeah. for a while um i 
I think I'm going to be in day one for this one. I can't wait. I'm so I think, excited. <laughs> I think I'm actually, um, I'm in. I'm in on this. This is a, this was a very, very uh, interesting uh, state of play because typically I wouldn't be like in on day one on anything Resident Evil related these days because... I mean, I, four I just, is the exception for you, I feel like. But that's the thing. Like, like Resident Evil 4 is the exception to that. And then after playing and fucking loving 7 Remake, I'm like... Uh, all right okay i'm i'm coming around i'm i'm coming yeah. i'm ready to to dive in and then yeah seeing this and then seeing i don't know it's just, I, i'm a sucker for a kaiju battle man and like for them to do that and just be like oh also it's the summons like fucking sick that looks awesome just the, the way the trailer has like the chanting for their names I'm like oh, exactly God, man, i'm so i'm so, so fucking cool yeah yeah it, it was a good very shit. good state of play i'm very happy it was yeah, and it definitely it it was good to be excited about games in June again. Like I know we had a mm-hmm. lot of stuff last year, but even now, even last year it sort of felt weird. Still, yeah. this sort of reminded me of the old days a little bit. Yeah, I think because last year, like a lot of the companies and dev teams didn't know or yeah, we're still figuring out how to work from home and like because of of COVID and everything that had halted so many productions. And I think we're just starting to see that really kick back in the gear again yeah. now. Like everyone sort of um, worked it out for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like we're sort of in yeah. a stride, but yeah, it was a really good state of play. I was, I was, I was yeah. really hyped. Very good stuff. Like, you know, that's why we wanted to spend like an hour and a bit talking about it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And we're just getting started this, this Friday, like overnight Thursday for us, we've got summer game mm-hmm. fest and day of the devs. Yep. Next Monday is Xbox and Bethesda. Um, there's a Capcom thing coming up around the same time for stuff that's already announced. So who knows what'll be there? And of course, there's the infamous like, will there be a direct? We don't know. If there's a direct, we're kind of like normally. I don't know. It's impossible to say, but usually you would think for a big one, they would give you a week of lead in. So who knows? Like. It was pretty close last year. It wasn't last year like three days, three I, or four days. I would have to look it up. I can't quite remember. But I feel like last year was like, oh shit, it's happening this weekend. Like, or it's happening in like four days' time. They're so wild, less than a you week. can never tell. Like, they just might not have one, you know? They might not have, they might have one later and it might be in July. It might be some other time. But like, because yeah. like Ubisoft have already said that they're not doing anything around this time and that they're doing something later in the year. Yeah. As well. So it's possible. So. But like, I would, I'd like a Nintendo Direct. Please, Nintendo. I've been yeah. good. Yeah, I would very much. I just like want to one. see that Breath of the Wild sequel, please. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be controversial and say I just want to see Bayonetta three. I mean, I please. I mean, ultimately, I just want to see Metroid, but that's fine. I got, well, yeah. I got Dread last year, so I can, I can. That's like going to support me for a little bit. I, I could see Bayonetta three and 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 Metroid, and they still say nothing about Breath of the Wild two, and I'd be happy. That would make me very, very happy. Um, I'm excited for Breath of the Wild too, but I'll tell you what, I'm fucking ready. I think um, someone said today, I think one of the, like <clears throat> the director or something of Bayonetta 3 said that like you, you'll you'll enjoy Bayonetta 3 100% more if you've played the first two. So, um, <sighs> I don't mean I need to replay them. Would. Jesus. They never go on sale. Yeah, they never them. go on sale. That's I know. Fine. I know. I mean, I have played them, but I guess I could I could do it for a refresh. I could plug my Wii U one, I guess. I have that, that version still. 
I think I've got two. Did I get one with that as well? I don't know. It was a double pack, but I mean... It was a double pack. Even I if you I didn't, like, I feel like get one goes on sale a lot on PlayStation. Like that, that like That's true. remastered version. Yeah. But, um... The double the double pack with uh, Vanquish. Yeah. it's uh, You can also get it individually, I'm pretty sure, though. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to get back. Because I yeah, never play Vanquish. Vanquish, is very, so... Vanquish is a very cool game. Um, I would like to play that. But that's sort of it. That was the state yeah. of play, and that was the episode, Joel. Aces. All right, well, I'll take us home then. So uh, thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We very much appreciate you being here. Uh, if you like us, uh, you, you please tell us, tell friends, tell people online uh, that you really enjoy the show and uh, try and get some more, some more friends in the door. Uh, we're on a whole bunch more um, platforms now as of last week. I think we're on like Podchaser. We're on, I think we're on Samsung Podcasts. We're on, there's one more as well. There was like three things that, that we got approved for. So that I realized we hadn't been on. So um, <laughs> Good work, I'm, going I'm, glad, I'm glad you were paying attention. <laughs> uh, well, I was just going through the settings of our, of our uh, um, backend podcast stuff the other day. And I was like, oh, there's all these places that we're not on yet. So um yeah, I've added us to those and we've been approved for a whole bunch of them. So yeah, we're on a whole bunch more platforms now. So we're easier than ever to be able to listen to us. Um, and uh, if you want to, yeah, if you want to contact us, you can contact us on all forms of social media at Dialogue Options. Uh, you can send us an email at contact at dialogueoptions.com. Uh, if you want to contact us individually, you can contact me at, I've said contact. You've way said too a many lot of times. contact. I'm like... Really too much contact. <laughs> Too much we contact. We need less contact. Especially, especially in a post-COVID world. Yeah, we, too much contact. We're living in less contact. Um, uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where um, I haven't been tweeting a whole lot lately. The last thing I tweeted was a picture of like one of the birthday gifts I got my my son for his birthday this year, which Aldi had a whole bunch of like wooden toys, but like modern job scenario toys. That so was like a work from home set with like a laptop and a phone and a keyboard. There was like... Uh, like a, a YouTuber influencers kit with like a little wooden camera with a selfie light, like a wooden selfie light and stuff like that. But the one I got him is a little wooden DJ controller. It's like a two deck, two channel mixer, all made of wood and a little pair of headphones. And I'm like, he won't know and or, or care. He's had a play with mine, but he doesn't know what it does. <laughs> but like, I, I had to get it for him because it's, it made me laugh so fucking much when I saw it. I'm like, all right, Aldi, you've got my money. May as well. Um, so, and I, I have actually got it. It's it's behind me in the cupboard right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I've really been tweeting about. Apart from I went to the library and it was really exciting because I found out that I could borrow games from there. And that's why I'm playing Ratchet and Clank at the moment. Uh, where can they find you, Karen? So you can find me at on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where most of my recent tweets have been different versions of what we just talked about, really. Yeah. Uh, lots of state of play excitement. But I guess if I'm to pick something more recently, uh, I've got two. I posted a GoldenEye right. gift because GoldenEye 64 achievements are, they're on Xbox. You can look at them, you can log in and you can look at those achievements and you can see that people have achieved those achievements. Something's happening with GoldenEye. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited because I need it. Like four or five days time. I know. I don't know. And then the other one is um, 
an amazing tweet from one of the, one of the easiest Twitter followers I can recommend on Twitter for for Leon, which is at Leon L E Y A W N, which he tweeted. Um, the funniest possible outcome of Morbius is it massively flops again, triggering another cycle of ironic memes, which causes another re-release in theaters, which also flops, etc. And so on. I call this the Morbius strip, and I love it. Fucking brilliant. Uh, I love but it. Also, too, did, can we talk about just for a second here? I know it's a video game podcast. The fact that B- Sony saw that Morbius was being memed so hard on the internet that they thought that that was a sign that people wanted to see the movie still and re-release that fucking film in cinemas, and then it bombed again. Did like, you it- know that I can say that I've technically watched Morbius because someone responded to a tweet about Morbius with the movie playing at I don't know, like five hundred times speed compressed to like <laughs> like 30 seconds or something so i've taken it as a morbius now i was gonna say that's probably more enjoyable than i think so probably movie. yeah yeah i it's uh, ridiculous it's, but you know the meme is also dead when like oh. jared leto gets in on it as well when so. he t- when he tweeted about it i'm like please just let it be dead now no that yep. let that yep. be it's it. done it's done everyone let's move pack on pack it up we need a new meme this is not funny anymore time is fi- morbid time is finished he ruined it let's for you all. it was fun yeah. while it lasted but it's over now yeah uh, I just I can't believe that they thought that that was a good idea, it and they thought that it, they took it as a sign of like, oh, people actually want to see this movie. No, that was the whole point. God damn, nobody wants to see this movie. Anyway, but um, yeah, that's um, really that's all I've been tweeting about. That's it. <laughs> wonderful. Well, again, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the show, uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. options podcast